Hello and welcome back to Stanima, a Survivor Panama Rewatch podcast brought to you by the Bitter Jurors Network for the Survivor off-season. As always, I'm your host, Christine Palin, and we took a bit of a break. My life imploded for a bit, and in, in, I was saying, telling my guests in bad ways and good ways, mostly bad ways, but some good stuff happened too. And I was like, you know what? I need to focus on my life. I want to give Kasaya my full energy, my full attention, and we're back after a crazy couple weeks to talk about uh, the episode, The Power of the Idol. It is the second merge episode of Survivor Panama. And it's also the first episode we're recording since Sari Fields became a Big Brother player. I don't think anyone on this podcast watch- is watching it other than just seeing people talk about it. But that's exciting, right? Um, so I will introduce my guests. They joined me last year for uh, Survivor Van- Vanuatu, for Stanuatu. We talked about Lisa's backup plan. I am joined this this week by Kate and Caroline from the Survivor Rewind, Rewind podcast. Caroline and Kate met as improvisers at Improv Boston. They both became Survivor fans in 2019 and had the hubris to start a podcast on the subject in 2020. Check them out on their podcast, Survivor Rewind, to hear them deep dive into the early seasons of Survivor. Welcome back, Caroline and Kate. Do you agree with your bio from last year? Yeah. It's still it's still correct. Yeah. It's still factual completely. And if anyone understands a crazy couple weeks, Christine, it's Kasaya. So yes, you're really. in like good company. You're with your people. You're with your people now. Yeah, they they had the possibly the craziest couple weeks anyone can have just by just by being on an island together. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you just saw by the clip. Like I said, none of us are watching Big Brother, but I don't know if you saw the clip of Sari uh, on Big Brother a couple nights ago on the feeds. They were talking about like, oh, if you have to go on slop, which is where they make you eat the really gross, like plain oatmeal. And and she's like, oh, I can handle anything. I could handle Shane and Courtney. <laughs> so <laughs> Shane and Courtney like still getting the shout out. Um, all I these like years that later. they're still, I like that they're that bad. Yeah. Yes. I love that no. after all of her times, after all of her, after all of her reality television experience, the worst is still Shane and Courtney. <laughs> they get not just like, oh, I've been on Survivor, I can handle it. No. no. Yeah. Specifically these two people that I had to live these. with. <laughs> So when we had you guys on last summer, we talked a bit about how you guys got into Survivor. Um, but let's talk, where does Panama sit for you guys? Has it always been a big favorite? Is it a recent, you know, one you've come to grow in love? Um, where does it sit for you? Yeah, I can start. Yeah, I think it's always <laughs> been pretty high. It was definitely one of the, I didn't watch the seasons in order, but I def- I think this was an earlier season that I watched. Um, and yeah, I, I really liked it. I was I was an immediate Suri fan um for sure and i had no context for her at all i didn't know what to expect suri um and so it was just such a, a gift to see her and yeah and i loved the cast beyond suri but she was definitely the highlight so no i i think i've always it's always i've always been fond of this season it's still i would say it's still pretty high for me same for me. I am also like, I feel like it's terribly uncreative to say as soon as I saw Sari, I was like, a survivor player for me. But I am also scared of Lee. <laughs> so it felt, I really loved her. And I was, and also uh, what's wonderful is that she is like, if she is my survivor hero, Terry Dietz is my survivor villain. So it's wonderful to have <laughs> this, my own little heroes versus villains mini uh, series uh, going on right now. Uh, so it had like everything that I love, someone who I truly hated and got to root against and feel great about. And also someone that I loved with all my heart. So it really, and then the middle people were all just very funny. So. so let's talk more about Terry as a villain. I mean, we've had a lot of uh, people, a lot of takes on Terry, not many of them great. Okay. I was curious. <laughs> what for you makes Terry your ultimate survivor villain? Oh boy. So many things. Um, I what find we've seen him... so far at least. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. So I think that, you know, part of it is just, you know, my experience and his experience make us natural enemies. I mean, yes. he, is, he is just like, he thinks he is 
like he is just so proud of himself and he's so controlling in his leadership and I am a natural rebel and uh I just get very like you're not my dad vibes from him and I and then you know I'm so frustrated with everyone who thinks he's like daddy ugh it's partly <laughs> him and it's partly people's love for him both mm. those things really make him a villain for me <laughs> Yeah, I think going off of that, one of the things that's so frustrating to watch with him is just how the you know, with the older man tribe right away, but especially with Lamina, it was just like we've collected the perfect amount of people to just worship the man that is Terry and the yeah. type of man that Terry is. Um and I feel like me and Kate joked a lot about him being like the alpha daddy who's taking care of all his little beta boys and yeah. them just like wanting to be like you know, do whatever daddy wanted. And we ca just, we called them Joey's that lived in his kangaroo pocket. Yes. <laughs> he, they were little Joey's and that was an insult. Little Joey's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it's just really frustrating to watch. And I don't even have like that. I wouldn't say I'm a natural rebel. I'd say I'm a natural, like, who's the pale astronaut? Dan. Dan Barry. I would say I'm like the Dan Barry <laughs> of my own life. Mm. And, but not in, you know, any of the cool stuff that he's done and and even i am like this is too much too much td yes he's so much he's so much and he is good at what he does that's also frustrating i mean yeah every time i talk about him i'll say something negative <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure you enjoyed seeing him fail once again to flip anyone from kasaya <laughs> because he goes and about it he yeah no his one his one plan is to like give people days off, which is not what this game is about. He's like, I'm gonna give you ten days off. Well, how would you like ten days off? Wouldn't that sound good? It's like it's not no days off. It's Survivor. It's miserable. There's no days off. Ah, Terry. <laughs> So let's get into it now that we've done our anti-Terry prelude, um, our anti-Terry <laughs> prologue. Um, so Terry's plan last week was foiled, of course. He was hoping to flip someone on Kasaya by, as we talked about last week, just approaching absolutely everyone and thinking <sighs> Shane and Sari are a duo. It was not not great uh, strategy in terms of how they were pitching, uh, but they tried and Lamina fails. <laughs> and, yeah, um, I mean, asking people to be in the top six when they're already in the top six. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> not a good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not great. And it seems like at the top of this episode, we're setting up again for there to be like a crack for Lamita to exploit with Courtney feeling like you know they made a mistake um, with letting Austin stay, and what we see later with. Courtney and Aris fighting. I think it's so funny from as far as we can tell. They never even try pitching Courtney. They're like, no, she's too annoying to like get us a number. Oh, I, they really, that is a really good point. Like Terry has talked to literally everybody and, and they're so desperate, but no one's like, we should maybe try Courtney at all. And she's the person who's like the most annoyed with everyone. <laughs> like constantly. She's like in this episode, she's so mad at Aris. Like, yeah. They have to pick up on that. I, I just imagine, like, I wish there's a deleted scene somewhere. Be like, nah, man, a million dollars isn't worth that. Well, it, what's interesting about Courtney, and I talked, we talked a little bit about this when we did our rewatch, is that she has very irritating moments, but not more than maybe anyone else on Kasaya necessarily. No. And yet everyone is in agreement that she is like an all-time terrible person <laughs> and i don't know if we see enough to like i i want to see more of that to get on board it's not that i'm like i want to be best i want to build a summer home with her or anything but she's a little she's not you know we've seen worse in uh, terry yes <laughs> Yeah. I also like how, you know, she's pissed because like Austin's like Oscar winning performance really pulled one over on them. But it's like, that's great. He's like, not good. Like he's, he's I know. foolish. Like that's a wonderful person to still have around. Austin, Austin calls it the greatest caper of all time. <laughs> Austin, you're supposed to be a writer. The greatest caper of all time. You pretending to be bad at a challenge. Come on. 
Come on, yeah, so this like Austin's worried. He was like, "Uh oh, everyone's gonna see how great of an actor I was, and and that I'm really strong." And <laughs> and it really, I mean, it's a, like they just have the same opinion of him as before, which is we want to get him out. Like it didn't make his position any worse. No. I don't think. It's also I a, know a weird uh, something I didn't think of before, but we get both the like the re- the remaining young men being like, "I've revealed something to everybody else." Austin revealed that he can do i don't know that he faked a challenge or whatever and then aris reveals his wit and <laughs> terry reveals his idol it's all about these oh, yes. men being like how big is our dick you know what i mean <laughs> like they're all having this moment where yeah. they're like oh no i showed my big dick <laughs> yeah that's the real power i'm sorry is this there. episode PG. Oh no, it's never this podcast has never been PG. (laughs) Okay, thank God. I forgot. And then I was like talking about dicks really quick, metaphorically, of course. (laughs) No, this is a say whatever you want podcast, unless you're complimenting Terry Deets and then then you're out of there. (laughs) All right. You gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. (laughs) But yeah, it's all about these men being like, I'm so great, and now people see it. Yeah, Yeah, this the the top of this episode is pretty much just the we got to get Austin out, and you it's kind of you yeah. know setting up for where the vote, vote will go. And Sally's like, "Oh, I hope this reward challenge will make Kasaya not stay together." Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, Sally, <laughs> it's not the case. No, we also have and so, at the beginning of this, at the beginning of this episode, Terry uh, says. After last night, uh, it's a new day with new numbers going through my head. And I'm like, Terry, it's just minus one. <laughs> like, it's not. What are you doing? <laughs> like, new numbers. Oh, I got to crunch the numbers. One person left. Minus one. Take an <laughs> apple away. <laughs> no. You don't get it, Kate. You don't get it. He's a, a beautiful Listen, mind. They, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's a naval academy. They let you know every time something changes, run the numbers, no matter what it is. <laughs> This reward challenge, and I'm letting everyone this season decide how much they t- want to talk about the challenges themselves. How mm. how in love are we with this reward challenge? We can just talk about the reward. Okay, um, this is the coconut boat challenge. How yeah. you know? Yeah. How are we feeling about it? I mean, it's flawed. <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> I I know I came. I, out I don't want to comment about it, but it's flawed. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not say a word, but it's flawed. You know what? It is maybe it's maybe it's not. It felt like to me like the way the teams were set up, a lot of challenges in this season for me, the way they're set up, the type of challenges they're they're turning to, really just like it's often the women have no chance of winning for whatever reason. Like, it's just so, like, either because they, like, it's progressive and people get cut out at certain points and no one's allowed to get back. Or in this one where it's, you know, you, they're randomly put with three women and the other people have three men. That's tough. I mean, flawed. If a woman can't win, it's flawed. It's flawed. (laughs) And that's why the kite flying challenge for Marquesas is an A-plus challenge. Best challenge. (laughs) The only pure challenge. It's the only pure challenge on Survivor. (laughs) Kathy Fabric O'Brien wins 100% of the time if you run that challenge. If Kathy can win the challenge, it's a good challenge. (laughs) It's a good challenge. That's the measure. If Lil can win, challenge. That's the good challenge. I need you to be a sturdy woman who's able to win or I'm not interested. Yeah. I don't know if I would call Lil very sturdy. Well, well she's has so squat. <laughs> well, I don't want well. to correct you on your own podcast, but she does squats. It's <laughs> pretty sturdy. I mean, yeah. physically. I don't mean emotionally. No. no. Okay, okay, okay. No, and that's also part of it as well. Physically sturdy, emotionally a wreck. Me, yes. Yes. You have to not have, like, yes, exactly. I need you to be emotionally erect but sturdy bodied to win a challenge. I need that to happen. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't find it fair. I find it yeah. And so this challenge. Wish- yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you go sorry. ahead. No, no, I was going to, 
I was going to stop our bullshitting and move on to the challenge, but I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I was just going to say, I do wish I recorded video for this podcast because I wish people could see the visual of you both like leaned into the camera <laughs> and said, well, at the same time that I call Lil, yeah. I'm not sturdy. I will say Lil yeah. is one of the players that we initially talked about and we're like, we have to record this and put it on the internet. <laughs> yeah. She's kind of a muse we, of ours. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So we get a, a little. A patron. A patron just, saint of the podcast. Yes, exactly. I'll need to find it. There was when I, during, like, right when COVID started, I had a survivor. We watched Discord server. And when we did Pearl Islands, we would, we would add, like, emotes to every season we watch. And there's a picture of a sad-looking dog that looks the same as Lil when she looks sad. Oh. It's like a sad golden retriever, I think. I'll find it. Yes. And I'll Please. share it with you, too, because I want to know... Hopefully I'll find it before we finish recording so I get your live response to the little dog. Um, I'm actually going to text my friend Nassim because I think Nassim will know if we'll have the image on hand. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. This challenge, I really want to talk more about the reward because I think this is one of the funniest rewards Survivor has ever cooked up. Okay. It looks awful. My thing, my thing, the whole point of breakfast is med is that you don't have to get out of bed and go anywhere to eat the breakfast. They yes. make them go in the rain to a sandbar. They have to get up, get on a boat, walk across the beach to a wet sandbar and eat food in a bed that's not theirs. I get the bed is comfy. That's probably nice. But it's just, it's, the, it's so, it's such the antithesis to what breakfast in bed is. Totally. That's such a good point. And also, honestly, that soaking wet bed is probably worse than their shelter that they made in some way and they get into the sheets they get into the soaking wet sheets that are like ready for my croissant it's like as they like make hell. themselves a croissant <laughs> like they, you become they, it's one of the first times i feel like also where you have like aris like really like me like where's my reward i need my reward <laughs> waiting for the boat it's like production was like we can't do this and then someone was like we must we've got nothing uh, we've got no other choice we said breakfast in bed get them to this bed i know i feel like they should have pivoted like just been like do you guys want to go sit on the boat and like build a shelter yeah. Anything. Oh, man. No, it's, no. it's very, it's very, very, it's silly to begin with, but once they saw the rain, yeah, they should have aborted. Like, like they, they could have come up with something else. No, but you know who doesn't complain an ounce is Bruce. <laughs> because it's true. He's, he will find, like, he's just happy to be there. Yeah. It was a feast for a king, feast for royalty. Feast for a king, feast for royalty. Yes. <laughs> and what does he say? He's like, it's the world. Like what? The bacon was out of this world. Oh yeah, yeah. the bacon was out of this world. There's a lot of talk. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Meal fit for king and royalty. Sally says, I'm in a bed with two strange men, um, which I don't think there's, you do know them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Also, like before they leave for this, like Aris is like talking and he says, this is when he like, he reveals like that he was like good in the challenge. And he's like, I exposed a bit of my athleticism, but a lot of my wit. And I'm like, putting coconuts into like one boat rather than two is a lot of your wit, Aris. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. That's where you're like, people are going to see that and be like, that guy filled with wit. I'm sorry, uh, update to the Lil Dog situation. I sent my friend Nassim, who listens to this podcast, she'll be funny, she'll find this funny to know this was happening on air. I said, can you send me the Lil Dog? And she thought I meant like little, little dog. And sent me a picture of a chihuahua she had sent me recently. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no, the dog that looks like Lil. (laughs) So she's looking for it. Yeah, that dog is too happy. Um, (laughs) I was like, no, that is simply not her. But, um... While this is all happening, Austin and Danielle have been exiled because that was part of the reward for Bruce, Alice, Aris, and Sally. Our Austin, it's an obvious pick. Like he, they're they're hoping to weaken him, get him out. Danielle is just kind of like, I don't know what, like why. So it's like I don't know why he didn't send Courtney. Maybe he didn't trust Courtney because it's like he's not gonna send Sari because he's really close with Sari. 
Mm-hmm. But he says he picked Danielle because she's tough as nails. But I wonder if it was just like not trusting Courtney in a one-on-one situation. It, or just like, again, just taking from how they treat her versus what is on screen. It might just be because they couldn't hear her complain about it. <laughs> yeah, not that, that is she true. Would physically, you know what I mean? Like it would be so irritating. You know, sometimes when, you know, like there's one friend who never complains and there's one that always complains and you make decisions <laughs> kind of based on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so true. <laughs> like Danielle just took one for the team at that point. Like she'll complain, but like she'll get over it eventually. Courtney, you'll hear totally. about it for the next three days. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, think that's, I think that's a, I, yeah, I bet that was a, a factor to be honest. Um, but also I feel like Danielle, even if, it was horrible and it was making her feel like, oh, they're, you know, like, why, why would he do that? Like Daniel, we all know Daniel played sports. She was a captain. She's like very team focused. And I feel like there's part of her mentality that's like, you know, it would still be loyal to the team kind of like, I, I think she's mm-hmm. less volatile, even if she was complaining or be like, yeah, I could do whatever I want. I think she's like more team focused it's more like in her blood and what she did growing up with like soccer or whatever than Courtney who I think would actually do something possibly yes I mean and also not to bring up her Massachusetts roots but it's very Massachusetts to I be like so I survived I'm a tough lady I don't need anyone tough as nails yeah I'm as tough as Boston Rob my dad's gonna be so proud of me like, it's like a little bit like yeah. a part If you of, tell uh, a woman from Massachusetts she's tough as nails, that's basically like saying you're the most beautiful, intelligent woman I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> you, you never complain. You're perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you never, Thank you. <laughs> you never complain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I imagine okay. what it would be like to hear someone say that. <laughs> I'm going to pause the conversation. I found the Lil Dog. <gasps> <laughs> Yeah, that is perfect. The eyes are just like Lil's. Yes. And I imagine that dog, because uh, we only see the face, I imagine if we went down, that dog would be doing squats. Yeah. <laughs> I can zoom out. It's, 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 in, here, <laughs> I zoomed in, but. Oh, that's, you know. <laughs> he is doing a squat. He's kind of doing a squat. Yeah. Do squat. yeah. <laughs> okay. So there we go. I'll, I will share the little dog in the Twitter feed so everyone can <laughs> gaze upon it. Yeah. <laughs> gaze upon it. Thank you. Well, Nassim found it originally, but then I found it in the Discord. Okay, back to the episode. So, <laughs> Danielle, yes, Danielle's from Boston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, she can handle it. Throw her in the rain, she'll be fine. She can handle it. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I can handle whatever. I didn't, I didn't even know. Like, yeah, she's, yeah. She's a tough cow. That's good. And her and Austin got to bond, you know? Yeah, they can bond. We're like bonded for life. <laughs> we're bonded for life. Yeah. The worst night of my life, we're bonded. <laughs> <laughs> and Sebecca Kasaya, Terry is wondering what I was wondering. Why did send Danielle and not Courtney? And then he, mm. but he's doing this in the most obvious way possible to get information from Shane about like everyone's position on Kasaya. And Shane like throws him a bone and says he thinks the final four will be Shane, Aris, Sari, and Courtney. And this is this conversation basically directs Terry's entire strategy for the rest out the rest of the episode of trying to mm-hmm. flip Bruce and Danielle. It's unclear to me, like Shane had to have known Terry was trying to get info for from him. Like You'd think so. so. Yeah. You'd think <laughs> but also it could be, uh, you know, that he was just getting annoyed with Terry. I mean, Terry might as well be saying, hey, can you please list out the four people you want to see in the end? I want to know who the two people I should be talking are. Like, he's not a yeah. subtle guy. So I'm sure Shane did, but I don't know. Like, maybe he just didn't think it mattered. Yeah. Or, and yeah. I, yeah, I feel like Shane is just like, if the six of us stay together, it doesn't matter because Terry's going to be gone anyway. That's what he thinks. But little does he know. Guys always has immunity, always. 
Yeah, Terry's very excited about this. He's like, this is going to change the game. Like this information, I am, this is, he's manifesting a success other than a challenge success. And he's like, okay, this is our plan. The reward winners get back. They do the thing where they're like, mm, bacon, bacon's so good. Like, we had such a good time. Mm. We love life. Like, <laughs> look at my belly. I got a belly. Yeah. Okay, Nalia. Um, I know. The Nalia mint moment. Um, yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I usually, I usually vibe with Sally for the most part because she just seems like, you know, she seems fine. But, like, this whole post-bacon experience where one, the, the, food belly thing of it all and then like her having like a limit of what bacon she can eat I feel like uh you know it just it's like not familiar like I don't we, I feel like Kate and I talked about like what is the limit of bacon like is there a limit of how much bacon you can actually eat probably not and I think it's more when I like can't do the sensation of eating anymore versus being full right it's so light I bacon is light <laughs> yeah I mean, okay, yeah, that does sound strange. But if you think about it, in terms of actual weight in your hands, yeah, it's not heavy. It's not like you're lifting twenty pound weights. It's not a steak. That's not my definition of a light meal. A light Understood. meal is one Understood. that you can lift without breaking a sweat. Listen, I have been eating all wrong. I have been weighing everything. <laughs> <laughs> and like curling them and bench yeah. pressing at all your meals mm-hmm. just to like gauge mm-hmm. the how light it is and you're like oh bacon no problem no bacon is pretty light put three strips of bacon on a plate you're like is there anything even on this plate oh. feathers <laughs> it might as well be feathers might as well <laughs> i mean i'm i will admit i'm not one to talk i've i've been a vegetarian since 2018 so it's been a while since i've oh, had sure. this makes sense yes this makes sense <laughs> Yes. Bacon, but I do cook it for my fiance often and it does not strike me as light, but I appreciate different perspectives <laughs> on, on the concept you know, of food. It's always important. It's always important to hear all sides of the bacon story. <laughs> Have a healthy debate. Yes. <laughs> of how heavy in or this, light the food is. In this polarized political climate, we have to find mm. ways to yes. listen to the other side. <laughs> Reach across, across the aisle. The aisle. Yes. yes. I'm willing. Yeah, I'm willing. So yeah, exile sucks. It's really rainy and wet. Worst night of their lives. <laughs> I will say Danielle at one point says, maybe Austin could be my backup plan. And so we've been here <laughs> yes, for yes. backup plan episodes. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's meant to be like Lisa, the, the spirit yes. of Lisa is like in this room with us. I have a backup plan. If, a t- if there's a tenacious brunette have- with a backup plan, I want to be there. You guys are here. Yeah. We show we, we show up here. whether you want us to or not. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and um, obviously that does not come to fruition because Austin leaves this very episode. But it was an exciting prospect of of Danielle pulling a Lisa. Mm-hmm. But no, we can't all be Lisa. No, we really can't. No. We're not all that brave. <laughs> no. <laughs> she is the bravest woman to play Survivor. Yeah. I don't know anyone braver. <laughs> no. Name one person braver than Lisa. You can't. Certainly not Terry. <laughs> God, no. no. He wishes he could Certainly learn not. what Lisa did. And you know what? Certainly not even the astronaut Dan. There, I said it. No Whoa, those are fighting words. That's right. The bravest thing Dan ever did was be that pale. <laughs> it was actually very brave that he went out on a beach for that long. Yeah, it was. It but that's was. actually it dangerous. Yeah, it actually seemed very dangerous for him to be outside. So <laughs> I don't know if you guys listened to the episode of the podcast of Dan's Boot, but we found out he competed on BattleBots a few years ago. Oh, yes. So that's pretty brave. And he did win like one match. So. That tracks. That's so great because when he loses a challenge, he really beats himself up. <laughs> yes. yes. If I did that in space, you'd be dead. <laughs> if I did that in space, you'd be dead. Yeah, yeah. he's dramatic. I think that's also just a fun thing to say whenever you do something wrong. No, that's a profoundly funny. That's just a fun thing to say. If you do anything wrong, just be like, well, if I did that in space, we'd be dead. <laughs> we'd be dead. That's how I justify my big reaction to mistakes. Well, what if we were in space? Do you ever think about that? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> so the big, this is the next big reveal we get this episode, which is, you know, Sally is feeling like they have nowhere to go. And Terry says, don't worry, I have the idol. And she's, she's absolutely gagged. It's like, great. Everything's going to be fine now. But unfortunately, they don't really quite know what to do with it um, other than just talk about the idol. Yeah. But yeah, Terry, I, Terry finally tells everyone. I'm surprised more people weren't expecting him to have it. But like as we talked last week, it's, it, this was so early in like the concept of idols. Yeah. Like I think it's fair to not like, okay, maybe it was really, really hard to find. It was pretty hard to find, but maybe people were expecting no one to find it. And the way Terry tells her that she ha- he has the idol is like the is like oh so hard to root for because he's like she's like are you serious he's like I'm serious it's a heart attack well first of all Terry okay calm down and then he's like I found it in 20 minutes no big deal yeah he keeps repeating that too he says that multiple times like it's such a it's so freaking cool that he found it in 20 minutes like no one's timing you dude. Yeah, he doesn't do it in the most, like, like, there's not a lot of humility in the way he does it. He doesn't make it out like, this is for the team. This is for us and Lamina. He's like, aren't I so cool? Because I found it so quickly, you fucking losers who were there for hours and couldn't find it. And I guess that's, like, an issue I have with Terry in general is that I feel like where you're like, oh, yeah, he doesn't talk about the idol like it's for the team. It's really, like, just, like, about how great he is. That's the vibe I get with him with everything with Lamina. Yes. And he, and he, like, he even says in this episode, I'm a team guy. I'm a team guy. But he won't, you know, he's not going to use his idol on anyone from his team this episode. And he doesn't seem very much like a team guy. He seems very much like he loves to be adored by a group of people. And if that's mm. not necessarily any team that I know, or Danielle probably as a soccer star. As mm-hmm. a captain of sports, yeah. yeah. As a captain of sports, exactly. Yeah, I think Danielle is a team guy. I think Terry is like, he wants to be the the hero that makes like the winning pass or shot, you know. I don't know. Yeah, he wants to be the star player. Like he wants yeah. to like get the headline. Um, He's the quarterback, kind of. Yeah, there we go. I really yeah. did like diving deep into the psyche of this this man we have, we have met only through television. Oh, I mean, I, I, it's a it's a, a great pastime, you know. <laughs> the amount of energy I spent on like what Terry's marriage is like, um, <laughs> I, like what like I I like is his wife a lady? I've thought a lot. I, thought a lot. I don't want to get too much into it, but I've thought a lot. I've thought a lot about Terry's psyche. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can the folks hear that on uh, Survivor Rewind, or is that for the that yes. full? Oh, yeah, no, I'm pretty yeah, sure that's I all. Mean, we, Let's talk about Terry's psyche. Turn into five episodes of <laughs> Panama when we talk about it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's a great. That's, this is a great advertisement for that that series. <laughs> yeah, if you're vibing with this energy, then we, do we have a Come place for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about Survivor a little bit differently. We're two non-therapists diagnosing people. No, just kidding. We don't diagnose people. No, no. <laughs> Except Terry. Except Sometimes. Terry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When it's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> so when they're Terry, community challenge. We done with Terry for now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be back there, though. Um, mm. So the immunity challenge, it's uh, a four-stage one. This is, like, weird for, like, the early merge, I feel like. like hate four-stage uh, challenges. Like I said, they're flawed. Um, yeah. Yes. There's no chance to come back. There's no chance to, like, slow anyone down. It always comes down to like the two most wily people. Usually I just, uh, I, I prefer for immunity challenge. Everyone gets a chance all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. That's what I prefer. No, that's fair. I wonder like why, like why do these, like, I don't know, like, like, like what, what is like supposed to be the appeal of it? Like from, I don't know. Like I like the multiple stage challenges, question. like later, later in the seasons when in the older seasons when they would do like bring back pieces of the challenges yeah. from older seasons. Yeah. This yeah. is like a little yeah. weird to me. Yeah, because it's it's not a repeat. Um, I don't remember all the challenges, but uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's a repeat. 
Um, and I'll, and this specific case of it is kind of hard to like care all that much about because the final three and then the final two, it's, it's, you know, it's Terry and his kids. So it's like, I don't know who am I rooting for? I mean, I guess I was like rooting for Sally, but I don't really, even that I can't say I felt strongly about. <laughs> yeah. That, it, that it, when it is like Lamina, like fighting it out and then Terry wins because that's so Without far, his little really. tumble. <laughs> The way he won this challenge made me be like, oh boy. Like, I was like, I, I, oh, that got me. I was not, usually when I watch Terry, it's from the beginning and I get lubed up, as it were, to his behavior. But this time I came in raw and seeing that somersault towards me felt aggressive and terrible. I, I loathe him. <laughs> I, I don't know. Him, I loathe him beating a social worker with a uh, bravado rollover. Kill me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kate, can I put in imp- an impression request? Your Danielle is pretty good. I-, I really liked when she said the phrase fire started. That sounds really good in her accent. Can you evoke that for me? I couldn't get the fire started. <laughs> I couldn't get the fire started. No. That's just like one of those like cellar door um, yeah, phrases yeah. in her her accent. I found. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Ah, the worst. Couldn't get the bias out of. So yeah, I love, like you said, final round. Terry off Sally Austin. Terry wins. Everyone looks so pissed. All the shots of them when it's like yeah. Terry. It's like Terry wins in a community. Everyone's like what's standing with their arms crossed. Oh man, this is a bummer. Oh. Yeah. I do have, there are a few things from this challenge that I mm. enjoyed and they really have nothing to do with the meat of the challenge. But um, one is that in the challenge in the first part where it was like they had to uh, get under a log and they had to like dig out room in the sand for their bodies to slide through. Aris is there pretty early, uh, but he kind of gets stuck and he can't slide his body all the way through. So at some point Jeff is just like, He's stuck. He's got to make a little more room for his butt. <laughs> and it just, honestly, it's, I don't, it's childish, but it's funny to hear Jeff say butt. Like, it's technically what was happening. It's literally what was happening. He wasn't saying it in a childish way, but just Jeff saying he's got to make room for his butt is like it's so bad. funny to me. I love it. Um, and then the other thing that I enjoyed was when they walk in, everyone's walking into the challenge. And I think Bruce is the first in line and he does his little like cowabunga, like surfer wave, like with the pinky and thumb, <laughs> kind of like you were doing a fake phone with your hand and then you like shake it. <laughs> yes. Uh, but it's lower. Think, it's by your yeah, heart. But by your heart. Cause yeah. Uh, and he does that to Jeff and then Jeff does it back. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice they that. Have a, yeah. We have a little- I think it's, I think it's worth I think it's worth watching and looking for. It's very sweet. I also love like when Danielle and Austin come uh, and they're talking about being on exile. Uh, Austin's like they feared. He goes, "It was raining every moment. I feared hypothermia. We feared hypothermia." <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like it. I I understand. Like it must have been so cold, and you. But like the way it's so drama. It's like you know, Austin. Maybe you are drama. <laughs> always bringing the narrative we feared hypothermia oh, all right he's gotta up the you have to up the dramatic stakes yeah yeah totally well maybe he knew nick had such a, a dramatic little send-off speech and he knew he had to bring the drama moving forward Congre- carol congratulations on remembering nick's name i think that there's probably three seven people in the world who do that and most of them are his family <laughs> Yeah, well, I think about his when I when I knew we were doing this episode, I was like, "This is right after Nick's speech." Yeah, his final words. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, the man we never knew. <laughs> yeah, the mysterious man who inspired a nation. But uh, yeah. So yeah, Terry wins. Then, uh, so it comes down to the idea of okay, what will Terry do with the idol and. Kasaya, this is this is like obviously a pretty the the outcome is what we expect, which is Austin. Okay, Terra's immune. Austin goes, but it is fun to see people like try to like have to play around the idol for the first mm-hmm. time in a real way. Um, we haven't gotten to the idea of like split votes yet about of like you know as a strategy to get around the idol. 
um, you know, like primary target, secondary, like we haven't got around to that, but like, it is fun to kind of see that start to take, you know, take, uh, take root and like, okay, like how do we handle this? If we know, I mean, this overpowered idol, it's even worse, but like, right. It could be in anyone's hands, hypothetically. That's a wonderful point. Cause I feel like we get to see like the kind of emotional foundation of what becomes the strategy later on. Cause we have that in the Iris versus Courtney. I was going to say discussion. I don't know if discussion is the right word. Um, argument. argument. I think we can call it Very argument. sibling argument vibes. Um, uh, uh, to quote Courtney, he was like psycho. Yeah. <laughs> Iris is definitely on his weird boy journey here. Um, but uh, and sadly, not a lot of Siri this episode. We do get a little now. Yeah. Uh, not too much. And I just, you know, but we've, you know, we, we love her. Um, but uh, <laughs> just, uh, you know, shout out to Siri. We love her. Um, but because uh, you get Courtney, who's like, yeah, I don't care if they play. Like, it's kind of works for me if they play the idol. He goes home, whatever. And then Aris, I think, is kind of suggesting they have some sort of. I don't I don't think they say split vote, but I feel like he's suggesting something to have a backup plan of sorts. Yeah. Another backup he plan. Wants, oh, yeah. yeah, he wants to put it on Sally because he's like, oh, if Terry was going to save anyone, it would clearly be the man, which was a right call. But no, <laughs> he doesn't even care enough about But the that. right man is not Austin. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It would have been Dan. He was going to play it for anybody. And he sent his ass home. Um, yeah. but, uh, okay, so then, no, I guess Iris isn't really suggesting a split vote in any way. But it is cool to kind of see, like, I, I think that's a great point that this is kind of the... The, the beginning of that development, I guess. We also get to see, you get to see like when Terry tells Austin about the idol, Austin's like, have I ever told you how big of a stud you are? Which yeah. is not good for Terry's ego, really bad. Like, like, don't do that. But then Austin decides to like <laughs> put on a character I've never seen before, He, which is, and he's like, He's like, looks like we've got some bargaining chips. <laughs> Does it like an old proc? Yeah. Like for some just reason, looks- yeah, for some reason yeah, I'm imagining so like a, a rich Southern man in a white suit on one of those boats uh, with like a large wheel. Yeah, with like a really tall down hat. like the Mississippi River or something like that. Like, and he has like a par- like a poker parlor or something. Whatever that's called. Poker parlor. I don't know. <laughs> a casino. <laughs> Casino, he has one of those <laughs> a poker parlor, aka a casino, um, like a, one of those riverboat casinos. Yeah, riverboat casino, exactly. Yes. Yeah, a poker parlor on water. Um, yeah, that's what I'm. I some character work, and I wanted to say, Austin, it's good. <laughs> yeah, yes. keep it up. Keep it up. He's keeping up his acting from last, his very good acting from yes. last week by trying some, you know, some get character him work. And, get him and Karen in a play immediately. Well, I, I've brought this up now before, but he was on an episode of One Tree Hill before he was on uh, Survivor. So he did he did do some acting before Survivor. So, yeah, I mean, I could tell. Well, this, this, I, I, I'm no, not surprised. I don't know why he switched to writing. Um, <laughs> oh. No. Uh, all right. But they are, <laughs> those three are just so cheesy right, about I'm everything. Usually, I'm usually the host on my podcast. So <laughs> that all right was me trying to pull myself on to be like, I've got to start directing. But I don't. <laughs> also, I you don't. <laughs> I can relax. You've got it. I've got it. I have the notes. <laughs> but um, while this whole like thing is happening with the trying to figure out how to handle Terry and the idol um, and who to target. As we said, Terry and Austin are t- enacting their grand plan to flip Bruce and Danielle. I love when they're um, he's uh, when he's telling Austin about the plan. I love when they are obsessed with using B-roll footage of Bruce on the beach. This is now like the dessert. Like this happened last week too. Of just, and I think maybe even the week before, of just like, we got to get Bruce Man and Bruce just, just like by himself on the beach, like doing martial arts. Yep, like their, yep. fate, their fates truly rest in the hands of this man. <laughs> this art teacher. Yeah. The sweetest yeah. soul. And also and, um, Bruce, Bruce doing his martial arts on the beach has like, you know, renting a beach house with friends and you're just doing a puzzle by yourself most of the time energy. 
which I really respect. Yeah. As a choice in a social game. Yeah. (laughs) So they pitch him, you know, they're like, we've been told by Shane that you are not in, in the final, you know, end game plans of your alliance. Um, and Bruce is like, I admire and respect Terry. If I am on the buy at bottom, I'm out of here. But uh, he doesn't flip. So he clearly decides that he's not on the bottom of Kasai. Even though this is the, the most correct pitch they are making, I think, to anyone. Yeah. yeah. Is that Bruce, totally. like, you were the last one in. You're going to be the first one out. And, um... <laughs> I'll edit all this out. <laughs> keep it in. <laughs> keep it in. Just, Fans but, um, will love it. <laughs> my um, my favorite moment of the episode is um, I'm jumping ahead of. We already talked about the Courtney and Aris fight, uh, but uh, my oh, favorite moment of the episode before, oh, before oh. we leave Terry and Bruce, we're we are a mess. <laughs> Kate, you go. <laughs> Before we leave Terry and Bruce, I have to say, I really hate it. This is small, but I gotta say it. When Terry goes to Bruce, this is a major league play. Because it's not really a major league. Like, it's just everything Terry does sounds like a slimy salesman. Hey, Bruce, this is a major league play. You're about to come into the big leagues. It's so condescending. Yeah. Don't condescend to sweet Bruce. No. Terry. No, it's totally, and it's also just like it's yeah, it's. I, I, no, the the only thing I was gonna say because I did need to find a serene moment to talk about is that I love how she handles the Courtney and Aris argument and how she kind of separates them like kids that are fighting, and then she's like she looks at Aris in the eyes. She can tell he's riled up. She can tell he's a little hot under the collar, and she's like, "How about you go over there and help Shane with the fire, and then and then we'll talk." And, and he has a moment of like, he kind of looks at her like, oh, and she's like, and she just like, it's a very, it, it was just a very motherly, wonderful, but like master, like really well done moment by Sari that felt so natural and like perfect. Yeah. She follows up the fire comment with look at you right now. Like, yes. um, like look yes. at the state of you like right now. Like, and it's, it's not like, it doesn't come across as like passing judgment. It's just kind of like, is this how you want to be playing the game? It's yes. more, I think that's more of her intent and it it seems it really works to like disarm Aris. i mean i don't know how he felt about it we don't get a confessional about him you know talking about how he felt about that but it's like she was able to do that publicly without making it without fueling the f- the fight further or putting herself on the line so kudos to serena look- i loved i love yeah. the look at your look at yourself right now like look at you right now whatever she says Yes. She is one of the few players, and also probably people, uh, that like is so good with big emotional reactions and has them herself, but 90% of the time is serene while dealing with them. Like they don't bother her. They don't seem to like raise her blood pressure. You know, sometimes you're next to someone anxious, you can get anxious. She does not have that at all. She handled like, but she's not like, she's really good at handling big emotions and like being able to manage them. So my favorite moment of the episode, and I've been waiting to get yes. to it, and I have something prepared for this, is this is one of my favorite, like, little things in Panama, and it's Danielle calling the hidden immunity idol the immunity item. Yes. I have, item. I have that yes. with so everyone be quiet. It's a very, it's not the best recording. It's just on my phone, but. Tari promised me that he would give me the immunity item. The, the immunity item. I mean... He promised me he'd give me the immunity item. <laughs> I was really hoping that would solicit that, so thank you. Um, I did, yeah, which has always, always been, um, since rewatching Panama for the first time in a long time, she's just been one of my favorite, like, like not a, she's not a, I would not call her a ridiculous character, but I think she's, she has so many funny moments. Like, yes. I think she's, like, you know, she's not a pure comedy character. Like, you know, like, I would put maybe Bruce more under that in that category. And, like, Courtney and Shane as being more, like, crazy comedy, goofy shit. Like, Danielle's, I think, a pretty, like, she has had some good reads and, you know, been a part of some good plays thus far. But also just, like, these little, little, this little Danielleisms, um, mm-hmm. I think, are incredibly underrated among the Survivor fans. So I hope this podcast will help. 
uh, lead to the Daniela sons. Um, <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> I hope so too. Yeah, she's kind of, she's not quite normal, but she's close to like a normal person. <laughs> but not quite, thing, not quite saying, normal. She yeah, is familiar. There's like, she's familiar, but then it's just a little off. And that's a wonderful <laughs> combo to have on for survivors. Be like, yeah, you seem like someone I definitely interact with in real life, but there's something a little off about yes. you. And that's and that what makes you right for survivor. <laughs> so. Yeah, and so... Yeah. My other quote I would like to actually Aris, I like had a, you know, he talks about his wit early on, but I did like his quote late, right before tribal. He compares the playing around the idol to playing a shell game, um, mm. which basically is what they're having to do with, with the super idol. Um, I mean, and to an extent, the idol in general, when you're like trying to play around it, you're, you, you know, it, it is a shell game. Any like hypothetically, anyone could have it. Or if you know it's within a certain alliance, you know, think of the Fiji vote. Um, you know, how do we get around the shell game? There is to like, we'll do the safe vote. Um, and they haven't quite figured it out here. Obviously, it's harder because it's the super idol. Um, mm -hmm. But I like that little. I was like, okay, Aris, I'll give you that. That was a that was a good analogy. <laughs> he's showing his wit again. Yeah, he's showing <laughs> his wit again. What will we do with all this wit we now know about Aris? <laughs> um, Terry also, I don't know if you know this, but Terry went to the Naval Academy yeah. <laughs> and he tells Danielle and he tells Danielle something very interesting about the Naval Academy that I don't know, which is at the Naval Academy, no one lies, cheats, or steals. No one. So she can trust him because the Naval Academy has a hundred percent no lying, some would say. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, versus any other, uh, I guess, school where lying, cheating, stealing. I mean, at my college, that's all we did. I mean, if you don't go I to majored in it, that's what is expected. Yeah, yeah, of course. I was, yeah. I mean, in my minor, wasn't just like being a little shithead, you know? <laughs> it's just so, it is so kind of, it's just like I went to a place where people are perfect. Perfect here. Sorry. Yep. Yep. Top gun asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but he does promise to give her the immunity item, which is a pretty big swing. It is. That is it. I mean, it's smart. It's just really interesting that he's like, I'll give it to you, Danielle, but I won't use it on anyone on my, on my <laughs> tribe. And also, Bruce, fuck you. You don't get anything. <laughs> I, just, I expect you to come over for nothing. <laughs> just because we're both older men, Bruce. <laughs> I alpha you. Yeah. 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 Bruce gets a few days off. Danielle gets the idol. That's how it works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Take the next 10 days off. <laughs> so at Tribal, um, I did like Jeff ca called out Aris for working with Danielle's team at, mm -hmm. at the reward challenge. Um, I mean, I'm sure it was something that was very obvious to everyone. It's and it's kind of the elephant in the room. Um, I love Sari being like, I mean, you did it so you could win. <laughs> like basically she was yeah. like, no, you guys are going to win. <laughs> Oh, she has this ability of being like like honest and still having people adore her somehow, but so that she doesn't seem like she's lying because she tells the truth at the exact right moments to make it seem like she would never betray you. Like this moment is a great moment to be like, sorry, Aris, but like probably not going to get her in trouble with him necessarily, like down the line, but would still make you seem like an honest person because you're not doing a bullshit lie. Mm-hmm. She does a really good job doing that. I love Suri. I don't know if it's controversial, but Suri's really good at Survivor, you guys. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's so, I mean, every, every like, like everybody loves Suri. Like, yeah. She's, uh, she's I universal. Also, I also feel like every time we've mentioned her tonight, we're like, at the end of the sentence, and I, I mean, I love Suri, so. <laughs> it's like, like you have to end every sentence when you're talking about Suri is at the end you go, I love Suri. And then you move on to the next sentence. But. Oh. I uh, now I can say I was angling to get a Suri like post podcast interview and I had reached out to her and never uh, heard back and I was just about to follow up and like see if I could get someone else to get in contact with and then I it was like she's on Big Brother. I was like, Oh, that's not happening. <laughs> that's not happening for several months. So <laughs> Oh man. Well maybe <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I say you go for the Queen of Us and Danielle. I know, <laughs> I thought, I like, I actually, I think I will reach out. <laughs> your shot. Yeah, for uh, sure. Just, like, get her to, like, read the dictionary to me for, like, an hour, like, just yeah. so I can find my favorite words. Um, <laughs> that sounds creepy. I just love her accent. Um <laughs> <laughs> I know if I if I got Danielle in the pot, I'd ask her about the Treasure Island moment from uh, oh, from yeah. Heroes versus Villains. I would want to get the full because sure. there's yeah. there's some whether that was a reenactment or not has been discussed. I would love to get oh, the, yes, oh, Colby. I mean, I mean, I think it was Colby said um, uh, that they didn't catch it on camera, like that fight, and so that was the reason it looks so weird is because it was like reenacted. That is. So funny. That is really funny. I need to, I'm going to watch that the minute we stop. Yeah, no, that's good. That, that's to, our, I'm going to have to do a close reading on that. Uh, yeah, it makes, like, it makes Amanda's performance make a lot more sense because it seems it's like, it's Amanda just like, I mean, Amanda's known for um, not, not, coming across the most human yes. all the time um yes. but it like it makes it make a lot more sense um if that is true so i would wow. like to get the definitive uh danielle some, response to that well, so, so some really iconic reenactments then on that yeah season. not to dive too much into it but yeah some of the best I mean, moments from that season are literally yes. people reenacting shit oh my god <laughs> what a good season it's <laughs> so crazy they're so talented <laughs> Actors, Austin, Austin actors, Austin actors. Uh, so, it, speaking of Austin, it's him. Shocker, and no yeah. one is going to flip. Aris yeah. catches the three Lamina votes. Uh, Terry is not going to give up his idol. He will only give it to Danielle. He will not give it to anyone else. Um, mm-hmm. Not even his own uh, tribe mates. No. Uh, I mean, I, I stand by if he he if he was going to use this strategically, he needed to use it at the first merge vote to take out someone big. Um, and on Kasaya and hope that shook things loose because that was the closest they came to tying things. Um, yeah, that would have been that would have been really smart. Yeah, but it was too. Yeah, he thought he could beast mode. He thinks he could beast mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like and- there's no way. I don't need to worry about my brain. I've got this body. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll read Austin's final words. We can send him off, wrap mm-hmm. up the episode, and do our episode titles. So Austin's final words. This was, bar none, the hardest experience I have ever gone through in my life. It was very difficult for me to negotiate the, this line between integrity and playing the game of Survivor. I'm incredibly proud to have made it to the jury. To my whole Lamina tribe, you guys were an absolute joy to be around. Terry is superhuman and I'm wishing him the best. Kate is just seething. Yeah. It's just, it's awful when an awful man makes, um, <laughs> when it makes fans out of people when they're leaving, they're like, I need to make sure I tell my daddy he's great. <laughs> daddy, you're the strongest. Goodbye. Yeah. Oh, God. oh boy. Yeah. Terry is, uh, I guess he is superhuman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any anything we want to say to send off austin he's a little bit more memorable. he's more memorable than nick and i think it's yes. important that we you know he's the writer he has that you know uh i'm bad at challenges you know i was pretending that's yeah that's yes, good he does that character work with like, you know, he's like, well, we've chips. got bargaining chips, you know, I mean, he does a lot. <laughs> he's doing a lot of there. He did write a book. I, uh, he wrote a book called High Points and Lows, Life, Faith and Figuring It All Out. So I hope I hope he did. Yeah, I hope he did figure <laughs> it out, too. Yeah. So anything else from this episode, something we didn't touch on, a funny moment we glossed over, just anything else before we close it out and do our episode titles? No, not really. It just, I, I like I said before that it, there's not a lot of Sari in this stuff. Also, not a lot of Shane. And those Shane. are like two of the yeah. biggest characters thus far. And this is a particularly quiet episode for Shane completely, really. Yeah, I barely yeah. heard from him. And I do want to say, like, you know, um, I, I, one of the things that I wrote down in my notes was uh, in all caps, oh my God, Shane's body. Because I had forgotten that Shane's body is so unique in the way he holds it and the way he does his challenges and the way his legs look it's just scientifically like he is just 
so unusual looking and uh so it's always it's fun to see it's novelty it's, a, it's always a pleasure to see it i'm like shane there you are in your your belly out body <laughs> so episode title time yeah i will go last as usual i will go through i recently just coll- collected all of them so i will go and read through all the ones we have so far if you guys want to finalize your choices while i do so i know there was some back and forth to be had and okay. whoever wants to go first if you guys want to fight over it right now you can um or whoever wants to go first just yeah. go for it so Okay. In the meantime, our episode titles, the first one we chose went from the first exile to the turtle is mother. That was me. Oh, I like that. Episode two, Breakdown became This Place Breeds Bad Luck. That was Zach Wartenberger. Number three, Crazy Fights Snake Dinners became I'm in an Alliance with Three Nutballs. That was Naomi. (laughs) <laughs> number four starvation and lunacy became a not a gentleman that was lance um then this this is where they start getting long because i made the mistake of saying they could be any length um <laughs> number five was for god's sake became she's probably one of the two one of the two or three most annoying people probably in the history of the world and that was matt <laughs> courtney number <laughs> <laughs> six Salvation and Desertion became Stealth Chop the Head Off Guillotine Style. That was Audrey. That was Courtney who said that. Um, Mm -hmm. And then number seven, an emerging plan became You Can Be Cocky, But It's Cooler If You're Not. And that was Mike. So we'll do another roundup at the end of the season. I figured since we're over halfway through, we can go through and see what we have so far. And yeah, whichever one of you would like to go first to rename the power of the idol. I'll go first. Um, I'd like to call it, we have ourselves some bargaining. Hey, that's what I was going to do. No. Classic. Classic. You know what? This is why we're podcast hosts. I know. I know. But I'll, I'll, I have it. Okay. That, but that, yeah. So I, yeah. I, I, I have a second one that wasn't uh, any anything said. I just liked the phrase, and I thought it was just would be cute if we just called the episode Terry's Tumble. Terry's <laughs> not a tumbling through strategy. You know, you could say Terry's just tumbling and stumbling his way through Survivor. That's so good. No one's been also that creative the- so far. Oh, also well. the most irritating part of the episode. So it's yeah, I have to of- own it. I have to own it, or it will drive me mad. So, <laughs> oh wow, Terry, that was take, great. Take back the tumble. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So Terry's so, tumble. Terry's tumble. Okay, so we have Kate. We have ourselves some bargaining chips. Caroline, Terry's tumble, and mine is I'm simply changing it from the power of the idol to the power of the item. Oh. <laughs> yes. That's great. That's oh, great. Yeah, That's great. great. Yes. <laughs> so just a, a certain <laughs> So those are our three options that will be in a Twitter poll. The people will be able to vote on it for a week. Kate, you have unfortunately been uh, banished from the Twitter world, so you will not be able to uh, <laughs> campaign for yourself. Maybe I'll get back on. <laughs> be able to hear me say it. I really feel like mine works with audio. You got to hear me say it. Got to hear Austin say it. <laughs> yeah, so it's so much a part of it as the character. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's so, like Stella from a Streetcar Named Desire. Yes. You know, it's you just reading the word Stella doesn't do anything, but when you hear him scream it, it's mm-hmm. like, oh my god. Yeah, Caroline, my thoughts exactly. Yeah, no, I see you. I see you. This, yeah. is, this is very Tennessee Williams. Yes. It is. I, I am often saying that Kate is the Tennessee Williams of podcasting. So, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I accept. Well, <laughs> it's just a wonderful time as always. I knew I wanted to ask Husk you guys back after last season. We had so much fun with Lisa and her backup plan. Um, this was such a, you were, you guys were some of the guests that I didn't know at all prior to podcasting with. Like I, you know, had, I, Someone had connected me to you. I can't remember who. Um, sorry if you connected us. I it's, it's Taylor Bruno. Yes, Taylor Bruno. Taylor yes, Connor Bruno. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor, yeah. yes, because I'd Taylor, and Taylor was um, very busy with life things, understandably, and was like, I have some friends mm-hmm. who would be a hoot and a holler on have your podcast. Have nothing to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Um, and it was a wonderful connection. And I was so glad to have you two back. So thank you for joining me again. Thank and you. I hope it was fun. It. We, we so had fun. so much fun. There's nothing more than we love than to deep dive on our favorite seasons of Survivor. So yes. And to talk badly about Terry in public. Of God. course. Yeah. I'd pay you to let me do that. <laughs> <laughs> so individually, you can do it collectively. Where can people find you? What would you like to plug? Anything you want to do? You want to go ahead, Caroline? Yeah. So uh, you, uh, you, we are on Twitter. It's at Survivor Rewind. Um, the podcast is called Survivor Rewind. Um, and then, as for, oh, uh, and then a little bit about our a little bit about our podcast. We like go through just like this three episodes at a time. Each episode is three episodes at a time of a of a season. We just finished Gabon, and we're recording token tunes right now yeah so that should be out Ooh. in september so yes if you want to yes. yeah um and then as far as uh, other stuff we have coming up we're actually doing a survivor trivia night in Pawtucket, rhode island this saturday um right outside of providence yeah um at kismet improv so if you are in that area and want to do a survivor trivia night um go and check hear out. us talk about questions and like you know uh gab on stage please come by we'd love to see you yeah Fun. Saturday night at 8 p.m. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. <laughs> Saturday night. August 12th. <laughs> there we go. Unfortunately, that's a six-hour drive for me, so I cannot make it. Uh, but right. if it was well, you're, ex you're drive, excused, but everyone else, we expect to see you there. Everyone else, you're on the hook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Less than six hours is an acceptable amount of time to drive to see us. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at, and Instagram at The Exteen Files. You can read my writing on Inside Survivor. Um, you should listen to the Shadow Play Gaze. Derek, I need, after this, I need to message Derek. We need to record the, uh, start planning on recording the Utena musicals sooner rather than later. That will happen. So if you like Revolutionary Girl Utena, check it out. Um, listen to everything going on the Bitter Jurors Podcast Network. Um, listen to Buffy Boyfriends, which Sam is recording with Mike. They were on the podcast last week. I'm going to be guesting on some episodes in season three for sure. My favorite character is being introduced, so I will be talking about it. Um, so yeah, Buffy Boyfriends, and that's everything, I think. Um, so thank you guys again. Next week, thank I will you. be joined by another very exciting guest. Um, uh, I won't say too much more, but they're another New Era Survivor player. Um, someone I'm one of the people I thought of first um, when planning out guests uh, for this season because I'd seen them tweet about affection for uh, certain characters on this season. Um, and I was like, got to get them on. So Mr. I'm really building the mystique. Yes. Uh, it should be a good time. Um, thank you both again. And have a good everyone. Bye-bye.